0: If they're in your DMs, there's already interaction, and they start even suggesting an excuse, got to get my finances together, whatever, own it. Listen, that's what I do. I help people get their finances together. I help you break out of this pattern of self-sabotage where you keep spending your money on consumption and liabilities. And your whole life, you're going through this process of like, I can never afford to invest into an asset to set me free because I'm so busy paying for my liabilities of stuff that's never going to get me forward. What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in for today's episode. This week, we're coming at you with another Diamond Life Mentor Uncut coaching session, all about how to handle the money objection in business. Tune into this episode to learn how to shift the conversation from price to value and to help people understand the costs of investing in their growth and well being. Let's dive in. You guys asked some awesome questions. Leanne, your question came up first as the most highest voted question for this week. So we'll dive into your question here first. But yours was, hey, Balaj, I feel like I get so close to closing a sale and then most people tell me they've got to figure out their finances. For example, one person had an unexpected expense come up right when they were going to invest in a trifecta and had to buy a new car instead. How do you best support people who are figuring out their finances? I just find myself buying others' excuses, and those aren't paying my bills. Who else can relate to that? Is that a pretty common one or what? So let's talk a little bit about this because, Leanne, you actually gave away some of the key mindset things in your question. Often we answer our own question inside of our question and don't realize it. And the keys to what we're looking for are right there in front of us. So let's talk about that. So basically, this way of thinking, this mindset, is something all of you need to learn how to do, is reading between the lines. Sometimes people say words, but they mean something totally different. And in communication between two people, have you ever been in a situation where you're, especially men and women, right? Uh, married couples can relate to this is like the man says something and the wife hears the very different thing and vice versa. And then later on, it's like, but I told you and you're like, Oh, no, you didn't. You said this it's like, yeah, I know I said that, but I meant this. And you're like, well, that's not the same thing. <laughs> and so we run into that often and it causes us unnecessary problems. And what we need to do is we need to actually repeat back to the person so what you're saying is clarify and then what they have an opportunity to do is like actually no i know that's what i said but what i meant and then you're like ah and then you can have a lot less issues in your life and that translates over into business as well and it translates over into our leads and the
1: conversations we have with our leads so you got to remember the cash flow quadrant guy. the cash flow quadrant is sort of the the ultimate bridge between where people are and where they want to be. And it actually gives us something quantifiable, like a framework, where people can understand why they are where they are in their life, okay? So when you look at your question, let's talk about this for a second because this is going to give you a lot of insight. Most people tell me that they've got to figure out their finances. So, yes, they've got to figure out their finances, which is why they're looking to start a business. Does that make sense? Clearly, they have. A problem with their finances because they're looking for solutions they're looking for help so that they've recognized i got a problem it's kind of like when you're sick you're laying there on the couch you're
0: holding your stomach you're not feeling well you recognize you have a problem something's wrong now you have a decision to make what are you going to do about it Are you going to lay there on the couch in pain and say oh it's going to go away right a lot of people do that It's going to go away. It's going to be better tomorrow. I'm just going to sleep on it. I'm going to make some chicken soup. I'm going to drink
1: some tea. I'm going to have a bath. Right? Self-diagnosis. And sometimes it does go away. Just like people's money problems, they go away
0: temporarily. But if the problem comes back and you're sick next week again, and you're sick the week after that, maybe there's a bigger problem than just a temporary sickness, right? And that's the same with finances. You might have an occasional financial issue and it goes away, and then it, you don't feel the pain for a while. But what if it's every week? What if it's every month? What if, what if it's every time you have to pay your bills and pay your mortgage, and you're always short? Is that now a bigger problem? It's not just a once-in-a-while problem where you can't afford to go out for dinner. It's a permanent problem.
1: It's a serious problem. So people have the awareness, and they go, hey, this is just a, it's a pattern. I'm in the situation, the pattern. I need to make a change. Something's
0: got to give. I need to make more money. So they're in that mindset already. That's when they're coming to you guys. That's when they're seeing your ads. That's when they're clicking on your call to action in your social media, whether it's organic or paid or whatever you're doing for lead gen and marketing. It's when they have the conscious awareness I need to make a change. So on that customer journey, they're not. Someone who's oblivious to, like, they have a problem. There's someone that is aware of the problem, thinking about the problem. They don't know what to do. They don't know what the solution is. Then they see your ad and
1: you're like, maybe that's the thing. Right? You guys with me on this? So then they're going to get into conversation with you, Leanne. But it's very important to see what you wrote and also make
0: sure that it matches to what the person is actually saying to you, and you're not missing the
1: context or reading between the lines and not seeing what is really happening, which is what we're going to break down right now. So, most people tell me they've got to figure out their finances. So what do you say to that? I'm asking you now, Leanne, what do you say to that when someone says, I got to figure out my finances? Usually I just say okay and and then move on and I'm not sure if I feel like I wanna step out of my comfort zone and call people forward. That I'm just trying to figure out how you know when to call people forward and how you know when to You wanna know what I would say to that? Isn't that what we're doing right now? Right? I got to figure out my finances. Isn't that what we're doing right now? Does this make sense what I'm saying? Are they not figuring out their finances talking to you? Yeah. So you just have to understand the context. When they say to you, I got to figure out my finances, you're saying, okay, bye. No, that's when you own it. Here I am. Let's do this. You understand what I mean? They're in the perfect place. It actually makes the most amount of sense for them to say that to you.
0: Because if they said something else, they're on the wrong call. They're talking to the wrong person. If they said to you, I got my finances figured out. I got my freedom figured out. I got my happiness figured out. I'm living my best life. Then you'd say, this call is not for you. I can't help you. You're already living the diamond life. Bye-bye. But if they say to you, My life is fucked up. I gotta figure out my finances. I'm miserable. I'm stressed. I'm not in a good place. I got
1: all these unexpected bills, then you gotta see here I am. Isn't that why you're on this call with me? Does this make sense? So what we're doing is
0: we're getting intimidated by them saying that when, in fact, we need to embrace that because that is exactly how we serve and help people.
1: And nobody's got 5, dollars $15,000 laying around ready for this because if they did, they probably wouldn't be on the call with you. So we need to stop
0: expecting people to show up in our worlds, in our DMs, on our calls,
1: ready to go with no financial problems, ready to buy. That's, you're in the, long, the wrong line of business if
0: that's what you think is supposed to happen. If you want to get into the type of business where people have the money, you got to get into wealth management, which is not this type of business.
1: Wealth management is when people get... I got so much money, I don't know what to do with it. That's not what we do. We are the bridge that helps people have so much money so that they can go to the wealth manager later. Is this landing for everybody? Is this making sense? So one person had an unexpected expense come up right when they were going to invest in a trifecta and had to buy a new car instead So once again there you're giving me the ammunition where closing the sale is extra
0: easy instead of extra hard it's all a mindset when someone
1: says to me I got an extra expense come up I got to buy a new car I'm not going to receive that and be like ah too bad I'm going to go how long has it been where unexpected expenses have been really messing with you? How long have you been accepting that in your life? Because I got, you got unexpected expenses, I have unexpected expenses. And how we handle them is very different. I'll tell, give you an example. I had an unexpected expense yesterday. We doubled our stay in our hotel cost me an extra $15,000 unexpected. I was not planning on spending. And I didn't care. And it was still unexpected. A long time ago, it it would have been a different type of unexpected expense. And the
0: answer would have been no. Sorry. I know you're having a lot of fun. I know you want to go to the pool.
1: I know you want to play more. But we're going home because this is our budget and the budget has been spent. And now, to be able to just, all right, let's move things around. Let's stay longer is a different
0: type of unexpected expense. Now, I'm not saying that to brag. I'm not saying that to rub it in. I'm not saying that to
1: sound so cool to you guys. I'm literally saying that unexpected expenses isn't the problem. You know what I mean? And if we can embrace it and go,
0: Today, I'm going to get on the phone or in my DMs with people who genuinely need me because they can't handle unexpected expenses and
1: they don't have the mindset on how to get out of this cycle or this pattern. So we need to help them with that. So back to the point around unexpected expenses, they're repeating the same cycle
0: because of their mindset. They're a consumer. They're not an investor.
1: And when you wrote this in your question, this is, what, this is the funny part about it, is you literally wrote, one person had an unexpected expense come up right when they were
0: going to invest in a trifecta. Do you see expense and invest? In other words, the expense is a car, which is a liability, which is a consumer mindset, that they prioritize consumption, they prioritize a liability,
1: over an investment, which is an asset, which allows them to make more money to buy whatever fucking car they want. So if you keep choosing the liability, that
0: means you can never afford the investment into the asset, which means you never get out of that ever. Make sense what I'm saying to you guys? The mindset of an investor has to come before you are an investor. The mindset of a wealthy person has to come before you're a wealthy person. It does not come afterwards. You do not have the business that you're wealthy and then you start thinking like you're wealthy. It comes first. So the, the investor mindset in that specific situation that you could help them and coach them and be their mentor before they invest into an adject with you is... So critical because if they're on the phone with you or if they're in their DMs with you, remember what we talked about on, I think it
1: was the last call, is think about you generating a lead, an application, a DM, someone who is
0: taking the steps towards like, I need help, as your phone or your DMs or your applications as the equivalent of them calling 911. Come
1: on, Leanne. Come on, answer, fuck. such a fucking serious problem. Please help me. Please help me. That's how we need to receive that. Right? So are you going to help them? And if you're going to help them first, then you get paid. You get paid after you help them. You don't get paid first and then help
0: them. Just like you have to have the wealthy mindset, before you become wealthy. You help them
1: first, then you get paid. You don't get paid first and then you help them. And a lot of you want to get paid first before you help people. Is this landing for you? The people that are making the big bucks are the people helping before they get paid. Because when you help somebody first, it's service. You're being
0: a servant-based leader service first helping first proving your
1: worth first when you ever buy something and they give you a free a free trial why are they doing that it's a free trial so you experience the value of the product or the service right and you get the value first then you're happy to pay second so we need to incorporate that into what we do now on these calls I feel like, Leanne, are you
0: getting on the phone with the people making those excuses to you? Or is it through DMs,
1: like, previous to them? I don't know our voice message is. Okay. So what I would recommend that you do is, depending on your availability right now and, like, how many
0: leads you're generating, obviously you have a certain amount of capacity. But I would emphasize and focus like how can you get onto a zoom call with someone
1: as soon as possible less back and forth if they're in your dms there's already interaction and they
0: start even suggesting an excuse got to get my finances together whatever own it listen that's what i do i help people get their finances together I help you break out of this pattern of self-sabotage where you keep spending your money on consumption and liabilities and your whole life you're going through this process of like, I can never afford to invest into an asset to set me free because I'm so busy paying for my liabilities of stuff that's never going to get me forward. This is classic people out there in the world back to the cash flow quadrant. You know, 95% of people on the left-hand side of the quadrant think this exact same way that we're describing right now. And so we need to be the ones like, listen, I hear you. I used to think just like you too.
1: I used to make the same mistakes like you're describing to me right now. I used to put my money in the wrong things in the wrong places.
0: Let's jump on a call and discuss how we can break you out of this pattern. Completely free. I just want to be of service. I just want to help you. Regardless of what you end up doing, by the end of this call, you will have a transformation. You will have a shift.
1: On me, I just want to help you. I hate pe- I hate seeing people stuck the way that you're describing to me that you are stuck. Now, not every one of those calls will necessarily be a sale.
0: But your confidence in who you are, your leadership capabilities, you kind of like expecting people to be in a hard financial place that fear of that will go away because you'll just be like bring it on baby i've seen it all all the different situations all the things i've already talked to people and then what you'll do is you'll have goodwill in the marketplace and so people will actually message you back and say you know what that conversation leanne It helped me make some better decisions. And then six months down the track, they'll come back and say, you know what? I just can't stop thinking about how much value you gave me. I want to work with you. I want to get started with you. I have my, I want to get a trifecta or
1: whatever the case is. Does this make sense for you? This is powerful. You guys learning something? So back to the whole concept around consumer and investor is
0: if you get on the phone with this person and you're able to educate them on this mindset, then what happens is the person goes, you know what? I don't actually need a new car. I don't need to spend my money on a car. You know, I could, I could take Uber. I could get a bus pass. I could inconvenience myself with my travel, with my way of commuting, and instead put this money towards investing, not consuming, And having an
1: asset that I can build. And then once I start to generate some revenue and the timing is right, I can go get the car. It's funny too, because having a car is a status symbol of consumers who are in debt. (laughs) They feel like if they don't have a car, they're
0: lesser than. A lot of people think this way, when in fact, Selling
1: all your fucking shit and getting a business is the ultimate status move. Because then once you have the business, then you can rebuy everything and, and completely be in a different place.
0: You know what I mean? And this is what I was sharing on my Instagram. For those of you who are watching my Instagram and my stories and whatever, I went to this business conference last week. Of these millionaire online coaches, and they were making like 3 million, 5 million a year in their coaching businesses. And they had anywhere from 10% to 30% profit margins after everything was said and done. But their fulfillment on what they were selling, very similar to this coaching program I have with you guys, which I don't do for the money. I do this to serve you and help you. And just I charge what I charge for you to have skin in the game. So you take it seriously. But I don't do this as like my main income for my life or any of that. And I have fulfillment here. I'm in Maui, and I'm fulfilling my promise of what you're paying for by being on this coaching call with you every two weeks, right? Which is part of what you pay for, what you sign up for. And so I turned off this coaching program. There would be no more revenue coming from the coaching program. You understand? Done. And so I was telling them my my magic business is like if i turn off my social media and i just vanish for a year i will continue to get paid and my income will continue to go up and i could literally be a ghost because my team is so big now that just because i disappear doesn't mean that tens of thousands of people's goals and dreams and priorities and lifestyle and expenses automatically don't matter just because I'm not here. All of your guys' lives still matter exactly
1: the same. In a coaching program, that does not exist. So what's more valuable? And interestingly enough, those types of coaches are often the people that hate on our industry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the people in that room, there was five of them. Two out of the five were haters. I could just tell from their body language and their energy. And then by the end of the two
1: days, they're like, "So we should probably chat." I'm like, "Yeah, we probably should." <laughs> it was awesome, but it was very, it was
0: very like a soft approach. It wasn't like, "Oh, your shit sucks. My, mine's better." It wasn't like meant to come across like that. I was just like, "You're judging something." and don't
1: really even understand what you're judging. You just, you just have the wrong information. You're completely ignorant to what this actually is. Right.
0: So back to the whole point is if we can help somebody on these calls. Okay. So back to you, Leanne, just to kind of wrap up this question, because I know it took a really long time. I just felt this was a really powerful shift for all of you on the call to realize some adjustments you can make with your leads and how you're, coming from a place of service and helping them first before you expect them to purchase your um, back-end high-ticket offer, right? Back to you, Leanne, is if you can get them onto this call as a way for you to educate them on the mindset required to go from the left-hand side of the cash flow quadrant to the right-hand side of the cash flow quadrant and walk them through it, like, don't tell them, talk to them, ask them questions, make them come to their own realization and conclusion like oh i do think like that you know when we do the mindset comparison left hand side right hand side like the left hand side things like this and they're like i do think like that that is so valuable that by the end of that conversation you can be like so you got 10 grand you can go buy a car or you can start a business which one do you think is what the people on the right hand side of the cash flow quadrant would do
1: well, they would they would start the business, not buy the car. Exactly. So what are you going to do? I'm going to start the business. Great. I'll send you the paperwork. You guys see how that works? So you're going into it embracing the fact they probably got money problems. They probably
0: got unexpected expenses. They probably have the wrong priorities. They're probably spending their current income on the wrong things. This is to be expected. It's not supposed to be a surprise. Oh my God, oh my God. No, it's like, of course you do. That's why we're talking. You got money problems? Here I am. Let's solve them. That's what my profession is. I help people solve their money problems. Is this all making sense for everybody? When someone has the money, like, oh, I got great credit. I got all this cash in the bank and savings. I'm ready to buy full pay. That should be a surprise like oh that's nice it's a little bit less work and it also obviously depends on where you guys are at and who you're targeting some of you are targeting people that are just more predisposed to having more lack and scarcity mindset you know being overwhelmed and stressed moms stay at home moms stuff like that is gonna have a lot more of this mental mindset shift work required typically Then if you are, for example, aiming and targeting higher income earners, salespeople, or corporate executives, or like just a different demographic, you're going to run into a different issue. Because if they have more money and less time, so they're financially well off, but they're time poor the conversation will be different. They will be uh, much more readily able to say, here's my credit card. Let me get a trifecta. Let's do this thing. But if someone is time poor and financially poor, then this kind of like free consultation to get on the phone and help them with the mindset of the reason why you are where you are is because of what's going on in here. We need to shift this first and you need to make decisions based on your goals, not your current circumstances. The number one biggest mistake everybody makes is they make their decisions based on their current circumstances, not on the goals of where they want to be. And that is super weird and backwards and uncomfortable for most people because they're like, how am I supposed to make a decision on where I want to be, not where I am? Because my current reality says I can't afford my rent. I can't afford my car. I need to buy a new car. I have unexpected expenses. That's my current reality. I need to address that because that's right here in front of me. To be able to ignore that and go, that's not the focus. I'm going to make this decision based on where I want to be in 6, 12, 18 months goes against the the brain of, of people in
1: general. But you can help them with that process on the coaching call. And I mean coaching call because it's like, you
0: don't have to think of a coaching call as They have to go through the discovery process. They have to go through all these steps because if you don't get their mindset right on a call before all of that, in some cases, they'll never go through the discovery process anyways. They'll never be a sale anyways because you'll lose them as soon as like the investment comes up because their mindset can't receive it, right? The the antenna to receive is off. On the call, when we talk to them, we turn it on. You understand? So now they can receive <laughs> Shauna's liking that a little bit too much, but as soon as your antenna is on Shauna, everything changes. It's literally like tuning the radio, right? If you're list, if you're trying to listen to a certain station on the radio and it's not on the right frequency, you can't listen to it. So when someone goes through the discovery process with the consumer mindset, their guard is up and they're, they're sitting there and they're like, what are you trying to sell me, man? You're trying to take my money. You trying to take my money? We ship the mindset and they're leaning in going like, this is the ticket to freedom right here. Same price, same cost, same products, different frequency that they're receiving the information. So some of you guys need to get on the phone with people, help them tune it to the right station. They go, got it. That makes sense. Give them free value up front. Let them know why this is so
1: important then send them through the discovery process, and they're going to see all of those videos completely differently. Does this make sense for everybody? And this is why when we talk about our own personal development, our own personal growth,
0: is because think about who you were before you got started in this opportunity, and before you were part of this community, before you were part of the Diamond Life Mentorship. Has your brain, mindset, perspective on life, yourself, business, money... Has it all not shifted dramatically? And you're already in the door. So imagine what kind of shifts people need to make to even reach for the doorknob and be willing to enter in the first place. That's a whole nother shift that some people need. And so you have two choices. Either you embrace helping people with the shift to the right frequency so they can go through the door and receive the information or you need to start targeting people in your ads that are already on the right frequency and so you don't have to do that part because they're already ready for it. Those are the two choices you have. So either way, someone's got to tune the channel and sometimes in some cases, they've already tuned it themselves and they're aware of the problem, they're ready for the investment, they're ready to make a change and they're just looking for the vehicle. They're like, I know I need something. And then when they see the vehicle, This is it. That's why guys that are in low-ticket network marketing shifting into high-ticket network marketing is a different type of sales process because they're already tuned to the frequency of the network marketing business model. They're already like, this makes sense. I can help people. I can serve people. Residual income, residual impact. There's a whole part of their mind that's already turned off. The light bulb is on. And then they realize, but wait a second pros and cons, low ticket, low commission, blah, 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 hustle, can't afford, all the stuff that we already understand, because a lot of us come from that experience in the past. That's a different type of frequency. They're already there. It's just like, oh, this makes sense. Like, high ticket, this and that, automation, ads. And so they're ready for that step. So bridge the gap between who you're selling to and what frequency they're actually tuned into And if you end up doing an additional bonus call up front, Leanne, or anybody else who's running into this exact same challenge of, I can't afford it. I got to get my finances together. Unexpected bills. Uh, It's not the right time. Those are all the types of things that someone says that you need to have the certainty and confidence in yourself as a leader to help and serve somebody. Where instead of deflecting it and being intimidated by that objection... You lean into it, and you're like, of course you have that problem. That's why we're talking. You know, I don't have the time right now. It's not a right time. Of course you don't have the time. If you had all the time, we wouldn't be talking because you'd have freedom, and you do whatever the fuck you want. But right now, you can't. And so you need me to help you set yourself free. Am I right?
1: And when you lean into it like that and you say, am I right? They pause. Yeah, you're right. You have all the positioning. You have the posture.
0: You are now the person with the golden goose that can help me. But if they say the same thing, I don't have the time, it's not the right time, and you're like, oh, I understand, you know.
1: Call me when you're ready. They're just like, you're pathetic. You can't fucking help me. That's how they feel. That's not
0: actually true. They're not actually pathetic. You're just not leaning into it. So one of the things that I'll I'll quickly share about the first time I had this epiphany many years ago, 15 something years ago, and when I did door-to-door sales is I would run into somebody and there was this whole thing in our, in our sales team and we'd be out there knocking doors around 1 PM in the afternoon to nine, 10 PM, maybe not 10. Well, I would go to 10 sometimes until someone would like yell at me that they're literally in bed and like, what the fuck's wrong with me? And then I'd be like, Probably time to go home for the day. <laughs> I'd push it to the max. It was awesome. But anyways, they would tell me that it's time for dinner. Now is not a good time because it's time for dinner. Of course, people are eating dinner between 5 p.m. and 7 or whatever. And at first, I'd be like, okay, enjoy your food, right? Just such a pussy, right? I'd be such a pussy about it. Like, yeah, enjoy your food. Like, have a great meal. And I'd be hungry and shit too. And just my stomach's growling. Enjoy your food. Like, you know, what i mean, walk off. I'm like, wow, pathetic. And then after a while, I'd literally go to them. I'd be like, I'll be like, now's the perfect time for me to give you a deal. They're like, but I'm about to have dinner. I'm like, yeah, you eat your dinner, and I'll tell you how I can save you money. I'll just sit there with you. You eat, I'll talk. And they're like, all right. (laughs) So then they'd be like, come on in. And i will be like, by the way, what are we having? so much confidence. They're like, oh, we made meatballs. I'm like, oh man, I love meatballs and spaghetti." bag. It's just the deal. I'm going to give you an epic deal while you eat and you're going to give me a little bit because I'm pretty hungry. Sound fair enough? They're like, yeah, that actually sounds really good. It was awesome. So, so I would just lean into it and be like, bring it on. You know, the heat's coming at me. I'm running through the heat. I'm not running away from it. Another example would be the, the home renovation was another big objection surprisingly right when you're when you're knocking doors you're you're contacting so many houses that like a percentage of them are always renovating some shit in their house right they're building a garage in the back they're remodeling their kitchen they're putting in a sauna in the garage like really weird shit constantly it was i was always like wow okay everybody's working on their house all right whatever but same thing i'd be like okay i understand i'll be back in the neighborhood in a few months and we can talk about it right just pussy ass answer then i'd go back and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. So they're like, oh yeah, we're doing a home, home renovation. I'm like, perfect. It's time to get the old shit out and the new shit in, including your home services, your internet, and your TV. And they're like, yeah, that's a good point. Now's the perfect time to switch. Exactly. Let me come on in. So I had just developed, like, you you throw the big punch. I just lean out of it and knock you out. It's your momentum. I barely have to do anything. You're already leaning towards me giving it everything you have, I move out of the way, easy knockout. So when you get these objections where they're giving you everything, all of their energy and it's intimidating to you, they got the momentum, you need to redirect it. You just redirect the momentum right back to them and it ends up actually being the reason why they buy. Does this make sense for you guys? So all of the things that you're running into right now, you're going to keep running into them. Over and over and over again, because there's only like a dozen objections you're ever going to face in this line of work. That's it. And you've already heard them
1: all more than once. So, how many more times do you want to go into a situation just not embracing it? Because all you need to do is go, whatever they say,
0: that's exactly why you need this. You're broke. That's exactly why you need this so you're never going to be broke again because this is finally going to give you the vehicle to learn how to make money. That doesn't mean it's a get-rich-quick scheme. It doesn't mean you pay money today and you make money tomorrow. It just means that you're going to have the process to not ever be stuck in this financial situation in the future. Does that make sense? They're like, yes. I don't have the time right now. Now's not the right time. Of course it isn't. If you had the right time, you'd be in Maui with your family for an undefined amount of time, Right exactly you're not you're stuck in your shitty fucking life going to a job and you're broke so let's get you out of that call people out tell them how it really is hurt their feelings a little bit give them tough love because after you do that you're also going to give them a hug punch them in the face and you give them a hug and tell them it's going to be okay and you're going to give them the answer and obviously i don't mean that literally i just mean that in terms of your tough love it's like first we need to we need you to feel the pain So you stop accepting the pain as okay. Because when you feel the pain and you're like, ah, this person is right, here's what is also happening. They feel heard, seen, and understood. If you don't address the pain and you sugarcoat it and you beat around the bush, they're kind of like, they don't really understand how hard my life is. They don't know what it feels like to be this broke. They don't know what it feels like to be in debt. They don't know what it feels like to not have any time for anything. That's what they're going to think. But when you can tell them that you know, you can tell them how hard it is, you can tell them that you relate, they feel heard, seen, understood, and now they're ready for
1: the the love because you've started off with the tough. Does this make sense for everybody? And the thing that I always... In the beginning,
0: I know this is hard. It's uncomfortable. Everybody's like on the call right now. Like, I don't know if I could do that. That, that sounds really aggressive. That sounds really mean. That sounds really rude. And I know a lot of you are, are feeling some of that when I'm, when I'm describing what I'm saying. Like, I'm not as confident as Balazs. I'm not as certain as Balazs. I can't get away with that like Balazs. I know this stuff is creeping up in your head right now when I'm talking. But here's the thing that will help you not worry about that. Is that if you're going to lose the lead, you're going to lose the lead regardless. You know what I mean? It's like you're going to lose the fight regardless. So, do you want to just forfeit
1: and go, I'm not even going to swing at you? I'm just, you just, you just win. I'm a little pussy. Or do you want to
0: get in the ring and be like, I'm at least going to take a crack, man. I might get knocked out, but I'm going to at least swing one, one time I'm going to swing. And so, for a lot of you in the situation that I'm describing, is just swing, man. Get on the call and own it and just see what happens. And if you lose the the, the the sale or it doesn't pan out or something, it's a lost lead regardless. There's 8 billion other people that you can talk to tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's not the end of the world. But I think that your confidence will go up regardless just because you're willing to embrace it and lean into it. Does that make sense, everybody? And it's so much funner. Like It's so much funner to have balls in this business and not just be like, such a little bitch about everything like you just gotta own it because when that goes through like when you actually convert somebody and get a sale and the person thanks you you're gonna have this moment where you're like they kind of thank me for being a dick <laughs> you're like they kind of said thank you for calling me out on my own shit that's what they're gonna be that's what you're gonna think you're gonna be like
1: so i'm getting more love and more gratitude for being real than I ever did being soft. So then it becomes
0: addicting after that. But you just gotta get the first one. You just gotta be a little bit harder on people the first time around. And then you get a sale. And then this person goes on. Imagine you were tough on someone. Okay, here's here's an example, Leanne. Imagine this person who was gonna get this car, right? And they're like, I don't have the money, I got this unexpected expense, I gotta buy this car. Imagine you were the person responsible for shifting that person. They didn't get the car, they got this instead. And then fast forward two years from now, they're a 682. They fucking retired their wife and their husband. They're traveling the world with their children and they're messaging you saying, Leanne, thank you two years ago because of that conversation we had I didn't buy that fucking car, I got the trifecta. You helped me set my family free. Thank you. How would you feel then? Right? This is what we need to focus on is right now, it's hard for you guys to see that. When you have 1,000 plus 6As in your downline, and you get those thank you messages, then it's all worth it. I hope you found something useful here to help you unlock more freedom in your life. We're just getting started. So, if there's something you want to hear or a guest you want me to have on the podcast, shoot me a message at the Diamond Life Mentor on Instagram and let me know. You can discover incredibly helpful resources and more ways to build your diamond life now at my website, belagewcardos.com. At the end of the day, this is all about bettering yourself and helping others. So if you think you can help someone else by sharing this podcast, that would be the ultimate win for me. And of course, subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening.